0: two, three. Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. I am your host, Scott Needham. I am on a quest to help everyone become smarter sellers, become the smartest seller. And I have been selling for many years and I am still coming across new things that I need to know. And today I have an interesting topic where, um, so we acquired a private label business about uh, three months ago now, uh, not, not very long. And we quickly realized that there is an international opportunity for uh, some of these products. They have sold and we needed to make sure that we were leveraging this. And so I brought with me um, Nick Panev from Hello Tax. They help and assist with, uh, you know compliance with that and uh, es- essentially just helping you launch in Europe which is a collection of amazon marketplaces Nick welcome
1: thank you Steve thanks for having me on your podcast and I'm glad that we can help out your brand in your to expand in your in the EU since we're you know uh, we know exactly what to do here because the actual company used to be like an Amazon agency in the beginning so we know from the customer perspective, from the seller's perspective, what are the main obstacles to succeed in the EU. So Okay. That's why we're here. And
0: there there are obstacles. I mean, I've I've made a jab at this probably uh, I've been selling for eight years now. And I'd say every other year I've like, like I, I get excited about you know going to Europe again. I, and then and then I hit a, a wall, and then I get excited, and I hit a wall. And this time, I know we're going to get to the finish line. Partly because I've decided to not try and understand everything, and uh, understand what services are out there that can make it easier. So, um, and we also inherited a, this relationship with HelloTax, uh, the the company uh, Upstreet that we acquired already was using it, but not. But but things have changed just in the last you know month with uh, Brexit and uh, that's kind of splintered a little bit the uh, the EU marketplaces. Let's just dive in right into that. What is happening with Brexit and Amazon?
1: I mean the main thing is that right now UK is outside the EU uh, market so as they call it like a standalone market meaning that in order to sell in the UK it's recommended that you need to register to for VT there, and you need to store the goods in the UK. And also, if you would like to keep selling in the EU, you still need to have the VT registration in the European Union, at least in one market, and you would need to store the goods there, which means instead of using one location as a base in Europe in the UK, now you need to have at least two. One for the UK and one for the EU.
0: Here, um, let's just dive in right into my question. Um, So we... Um, have sales in France and Germany but about even sales and we're trying to figure out what is our base in Europe uh, because we need to register the second account because we only have the UK right now so if we were to go into into the EU um, between Germany and France which one would be easier or is it the same?
1: Actually, Germany is probably the best market to start in the EU because, I mean, they don't have a fiscal representation insurance and this actually applies for any non-EU market. So right now, when the UK is non-EU market after Brexit, still Germany is the number one option for any outside of EU market. Chinese, American. So there's two. And actually, they have like a very easy to register procedure. I mean, it's very quick. There is no any questions asked there. So it's probably is the first option when you would like to expand in the EU after Brexit. Okay, well,
0: that solves that. Um, So what's the hardest part about... Well, let's just explain a little bit. um, So when you sell in another country, and correct me, Nick, if if there's more clarification here, but when you sell in a uh, foreign country, you know, you have to have some local registration that you can't just like... Ship goods into an FBA fulfillment center and sell it without certain things. You have to uh, get a VAT number, which stands for. Um, VAT uh, VAT. Actually,
1: actually, there is a few things that you need. Right <laughs> now, I mean, right now, I mean, you need to have a the so-called IORI number, and this is a number that you need to that you need to have if you're doing with customs, and you need to have such IORI number in the UK, and you need another one. That you can use for the whole EU union.
0: Okay, so a, this is that's for importing. Least, that's for importing the goods.
1: Exactly, exa- exactly. Because first, first you would need that to start doing business in Europe overall. What, what what's
0: that? Uh, it, what it, is it's
1: that? it's called EORI number. E-R? Number. Oh, okay. E-O-R-I number. Okay,
0: E O R I.
1: Okay. It's like a registration number for doing anything with the customs, and you need one in the uk right now after brexit and you need another one for the eu union all right. for all the all the markets so right now you would need to have two if you're planning to uh, sell or do business in uk and the european union
0: okay so now you got now is, let's say you have that number and then next you and have... the ne- next
1: step would be to have a v registration in the uk if you're gonna sell in the uk and you would need at least one in the EU as well. So let's say we discussed Germany is the best option. So you would need one in Germany as well. A VT registration in Germany and a VT registration in the UK. And
0: how hard is it to get that?
1: Uh, both in the UK and Germany, they're very easy to get that number. It usually takes six to eight weeks for both markets.
0: I presume this is like, a, this is what you guys help out with, right?
1: Exactly. I mean, we're doing it all fully online. I mean, you. You can register with us on all these markets. You know, it's all done online. We do the registration, you know, we do the filing. We cover, you know, 10 markets right now when we grow, when the customers are growing. But we're mostly uh, doing business in the Amazon markets because obviously they have the FBA centers, you know. And this this is where the most sales are Uh, done in the uh, EU. And,
0: you know, so I'm actually looking. Helotex has a pretty sharp... Uh, Dashboard. I'm able to see the sales in the different um, marketplaces on Amazon. Um, I can even see a a COVID spike um, on Upstream. They did uh, fairly well um, abruptly in March. So um, it's cool that you guys kind of collect all of this together. And um, even more interesting is that I saw, so some other countries. Um, say you don't have a VAT number in France, but you're selling in France, a lot of these countries will have like a a maximum like once you achieve a yeah certain...
1: a VAT threshold. I mean the good the nice thing about our software is is this is something that nobody else is offering is we have the so-called VAT threshold monitor, which means let's say you know you start selling in Germany, you have at least one VAT number. Uh, And then you can actually use our VAT threshold monitor to start selling in the other markets in the European Union. Actually, our software is monitoring the sales across these markets. And if you hit the threshold, you're notified and all actually don't need to pay anything until you reach the threshold. So if you never reach them I and you don't pay. So this is very good if you would like to test the other markets without going into tax VAT and all this yep. complicated stuff. Um,
0: yeah, I was seeing I was seeing that with France uh, last year, we were close to the threshold, um, but we didn't get over it. So we, uh, you know, we didn't have to.
1: Exactly. Um, and and, the, and the, good, the good thing with the software is that we have the Amazon integration. So you simply connect your story and all the data yep. is uploaded automatically. And of course we're doing colors integrations right now, like Shopify, BigCommerce, and a few others and we also have like a manual approach, which means that if you're having your own website, you can still upload your data. And our tool is simply combining the Amazon reports and all the other reports and we combine it into one and we submit that and you get the data, which means that it's very easy to monitor you know what we're doing. You know in the different markets. Now,
0: how many countries? Um, let's say we go with our strategy of you know going into Germany. Um, how many countries does that give us access to? You know how many people are how many countries are buying from these marketplaces? Actually, I mean, from
1: as far as we know, you know everybody is buying is buying from Germany because I mean this is the largest one in Europe after UK and probably it might be, become even bigger right now. So. But if you're asking to who you can actually ship, you can ship across the whole EU.
0: There's some newer marketplaces in the in Europe. Exactly. Um,
1: the, the latest is like Sweden, I think it was Sweden. launched in December. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was the, like very recent. Um, so so and,
1: basically, I mean, just to so let's you know, you start from Germany, obviously, and after you start growing, you know, we can use the Panio option for Amazon. Well, where you can actually set up like six or seven countries with your fulfillment. You use only one ARI number for there. So basically you can use this com these diff- different locations. So you can actually sell to the markets where the most of your sales are done And as everybody knows you know that the most sales are done in Eastern Europe, in like in Western Europe, sorry, where the biggest markets are. So this is why you know you have all the stock in these locations. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. So it's- so of the new marketplaces, there's Sweden, there's the Netherlands. I have heard rumors of Poland. Is that is that live or?
1: Actually, as far as we know, I, not yet. Not
0: yet. Um, all right. So that makes it the total to seven. Is, exactly. Are there any rumors of any other ones? I'm just always curious to know. No, like...
1: not actually. I don't know if any. Actually, there is one thing that uh, actually, for which is very important for the for the UK and Brexit you now starting from like uh from the January 1st, you no know, uh, the marketplaces like eBay, Amazon, they'll be actually collecting the VAT tra- for any transaction which is below 135 British pounds that takes place actually on the platform, which means that uh, and they actually they'll collect that and they'll I'll send send that to the tax authorities. So this would come into effect for the rest of Europe in July. So this is a very big change that will come into effect, but actually it's already official for the UK, which means that the marketplace could collect the VAT, but you still need to actually file the reports. And it's getting even more complicated because before it used to be done by us. And right now a portion of that is done for Amazon. And you you still need to actually do the reporting on us for the amount for the sale for the sale if it's under 135 British pounds and over that, we actually need to c- calculate the payment you paid you know separately, mm-hmm. and actually you do the returns for that. So it's it's a little. Com- Complicate Right now, but that's done That's done mostly because uh, some sellers are actually not registering for VAT. So they're actually pushing the large networks to be VAT compliant, which then might be a good thing because you would not need to worry about collecting or paying the VAT because that would be done for the marketplace. Okay. Obviously for the majority of the sales, which are like, it's
0: 150 euro when you. Okay, it. so yeah. Um, so it sounds like there are some things that maybe Amazon is helping out with.
1: Exactly. I mean, they're for the UK and that would be, uh, it will become actually active for the rest of the EU on Amazon from July 1st, unless they delay that because they have delayed it a few times. So,
0: yep. Um, is there any other parts of this process that, um, maybe Amazon simplifies for sellers? Um, or are they? Are we left up to ourselves? Actually,
1: actually it's more in terms of uh, being, you know, legally compliant. I don't think they're making it easier because you still need to do the reports, and this is where we come in. Because majority of the sales are like under 150 euro, but of course, if you have sales over that amount, it would be you still need to you need to have somebody who can actually do the re- reporting and let you know that this is paid already for Amazon. This you need to pay yourself. So,
0: okay. Interesting. All right. Um, well, I think uh, we covered a lot of the basics and enough uh, for us to, to carry on. We, uh, so it sounds like we need to, to, to finalize the EORI mm-hmm. number and a VAT for these two countries. And um, it's, it's, it's really cool to see a combined dashboard uh, that hello taxes had and, um, been uh, really a unique service because the truth is, I just don't want to do this myself. I, it'll take me hours, I'll get something wrong and um, it's just the type of reports that I don't want to deal with. And so I knew that when we were going to Europe I was like, let's find like the right service provider. Let's let's do this. And um, And so I'm super glad that Nick came on the podcast to share a little bit more details. On this, so obviously there's been a lot of changes, and is there any other changes that you're you guys are anticipating, or um, is are we just gonna see another good e-commerce year?
1: Yeah, actually, I mean, I guess that would continue, but the, the major changes in July, the one-stop shop, which is that with the marketplace, and then you know the actual vt threshold would be removed. You know, it would be changed, so that that's in july but why you know, a lot of stuff in the UD? why to delay stuff so probably we can do another podcast later on huh. in the year when yeah. Yeah, well, july because I, i'm sure that, uh, that would be a major change then yeah.
0: and uh with months of time i'm sure i'll have different questions to ask um but thank you so much for your time nick and uh, for covering these. So this is, uh, you know, they're from Hello Tax. They, they they do this service uh, and they kind of take the headache out of it. And we're putting together a, uh, a package or bonus or a coupon code for um, uh, those that are listening to this podcast. Uh, it'll be at uh, HelloTax.com slash smartestseller. And uh, I've Made, I decided, like, I don't want any commission off of these. Just put it to be a better deal to um, the listeners of the show. Um, and so if you are in the need uh, and you're thinking international, international, uh, make it easy and, and use something like Tax. Thanks, Nick.
1: Thank you, Scott. Thanks for having me. I'm glad that we'll be able to work and help you out in expanding in the EU.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, that wraps up today's show. Uh, Make sure you uh, subscribe and share with a friend and leave a review. All right. Take care, everyone, and stay tuned until next week. One, two, three. (laughs)